Welcome to this episode of the Growth Cast. It's me, Jackson Campbell, joined again with Dallas Pruitt for today's extended cut episode. Here on the Growth Cast, we are very lucky to have Dallas give us five, ep- four episodes a week that are daily drip episodes. On Fridays, we have an Aloha Friday where I jump on with Tyler Devereaux and we talk about sometimes mindset, sometimes about real estate on our Aloha Friday episodes. And then today is a Saturday extended cut episode where Dallas and I pick a topic that we feel would be beneficial for our listeners to hear us us go back and forth on um and that's what we do here on these on these Saturday episodes and one thing that's really important about on these Saturday episodes that we like to pull out is actionables right Dallas and Tyler give so many good um tips and tricks and advice on how to do things and then on these episodes just like on every episode we're really trying to pull out actionables that we can implement in our daily lives to help us become better and grow more. Dallas, thank you for being here with us today. Um, today, the topic is going to be three things to budget wisely. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Dallas so he can kind of um, give us a little bit of an intro, a little bit of background on Sweet. that topic today. Yeah, Sweet. go ahead. So Tyler, Tyler and I are flip-flopping seats. We're going to be talking finances today. No, I'm, I'm teasing. We're not talking finances. Um, we're actually talking your mental currency. So when we talk about budget here, we're talking about mental currency. And I wanted to give everybody um, an acronym to remember. Uh, I have a teaching background. And, and so I've been plagued with one, way too many acronyms throughout my career. But this is one that's worth noting and not forgetting um, when it comes to how you budget, how you spend your mental currency. And really, there's three things that we've got to remember. We use the acronym T, T-E-A. And your spend looks like time, it looks like energy, and it looks like attention. And being very conscious of how you spend this budget, because again, finite, right? Like they're 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 you're limited in the time, the energy, and the attention that you can give things throughout a day. And so it's this process of trying to figure out what's going to provide you with the with the highest yield, what's going to provide you with, with the greatest return. And a lot of people are numb. A lot of people are numb to this. A lot of people, again, drifting, being distracted. This is, this is a plague that, that has just polluted a lot of people's lives, but really just thinking at a higher level of, okay, I have limited time. I have limited attention and I have limited energy. What, are those things that matter most to me so that I can can get really strategic about where I'm spending that time and make sure that it's contributing to those those priorities. And so anyways, I you know time, let's talk about ways in which we we waste our time. You know, throughout before, a day Dow, Dow, Before you dive into these three things, time, energy and attention, like I just want to point out and make sure that we make that highlighted that you have to figure out what your priorities are before you can even sit down to budget, right? Often Dallas is always mentioning your why. Why are you doing the things you're doing? What is your purpose? Why, what gets you up out of bed in the morning? Tyler's always mentioning those things. I'm always mentioning those things. So it's, you have to, like, before you really sit down to budget your time, your energy and your attention, the very first thing that you have to do is really set your, set your intentions, why are you doing this? Why is it? Why do you need to sit down and and budget out these things? That's the very that's so that's the very first. Totally, step. I just wanted to hi- wanted to highlight that. For and and it really it's no different than like when you first you know when I first got married and my wife and I were living on a 
a smaller paycheck month to month. You know, we were very unconscious about a life together. Like we loved each other. We were learning about each other still in those early stages. I didn't know like deeply if my wife wanted to travel a ton, if she wanted to feed a hobby that she has or had. Um, the only thing she probably knew about me is that I liked to hunt I, and it was very costly, right? Like, but we were, again, we were very unconscious. Like I would just spend where I wanted to. And before we knew it, we'd get to the end of a month and the bank accounts dry because we've eaten out to all these restaurants. And again, this is early stages of marriage. You know, we've, we've just spend and spent and spent and spent, and there's five, six, seven days left in the month. And it's like, Hey, hon, we got to slow her down. We've only got 200 bucks in the bank account. We got to go to the grocery store still. That is a stressful, unfulfilling, chaotic, use whatever word you want, way to live a life financially, right? To not have a grasp on those things. But again, when you lack direction, that's what ends up happening. You know, we didn't really know where we wanted to spend our money. We would just reactively spend our money wherever it felt good at the time. And so you are correct. In order to make the most of, you know, your budget, you've got to go that next step further and really decide, well, what drives me? Where do I want to spend these things? Right. And once her and I started to figure that out, there was a correlation on, on that increase in one, that increase in finances, right? We found more reasons to go work better and do more so that we could have more money to go towards the things that we wanted to do together. But it also just gave so much more clarity every single day on like where we were going to go spend our money. Eating out didn't become as big of a priority, right? It, it lessened. Um, and, and so on and so forth. And so, yeah, there's a process there and you've got to figure that out. But most people that are listening right now, I feel like you have a pretty firm grasp on what direction you're headed, what your priorities are. And so it's a lot easier once you have that in check to keep yourself in check, but you really need to put a microscope on your day. Where is your time going? Truthfully, where is your time going? Truthfully, where is your, your energy? Where is your efforts going? Right. For example, Everybody faces obstacles. How much time do you spend a day focusing on the obstacle, right? Like meaning like venting about it. You and I, we have conversations all the time about the growing process of our company, the growing process of our lives. And I've noticed numerous times where we've spent more time than what we probably wanted to talking about a problem um, because it's frustrating yep. and it's increasing your level of consciousness to catch yourself when you're stuck in those traps because Focusing your time and your energy on an obstacle or the problem, that's not really where you're going to get a ton of return. Right. Where you're going to get a ton of return is when you focus your time, your energy, and your attention on the things you can control, on yourself, not on other people, right? Inventing and complaining about the lack of skill set, the lack of problem solving, you are not getting a return from that. And so it's, it's being conscious that of that fact, there was actually something I saw um, the other day that I wanted to share with this, with this episode today. And that is this, um, it was an image and, and I don't even remember who it was from, but I wrote down notes from it. And I believe it was, was um, from a mental performance coach for the New York Yankees. I 
name has slipped my mind. I'm a baseball fan. And so I'm always kind of following up with the mental side of the game, just my nature of work. And he posts a thing that had talent and there was a big X through it and then effort. And there was a check mark, right? And then the next sequence was obstacles with a big X through it and your response with a big check mark next to it. And then others, big X through that and a huge check mark next to yourself. And, and what he had, what I had wrote down was when we give effort to things we can't control, our effort is wasted, right? We don't get a yield from that, that the yield is very small, if any, but when we give effort to things we can control, our effort is very effective. And so again, we must put our time, energy and attention on three major contributing factors here. So let me bring this full circle, time, energy, and attention. Yep. There's three things to really focus on, on where you're giving the, where you're spending. You should spend on your effort, the effort you give every single day. Again, assuming you have your priorities in check, the work you're doing to get to those priorities, to, to achieve whatever it is you've set your sights on, spend on your effort, your time, your energy and your attention on your effort you give. Also, your response to the things that happen that aren't perfect, right? So it's never going to go perfect. The plan's never going to go perfect. You're never going to have everything work out exactly the way you 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 drafted it up. Um, so when that adversity hits, when an obstacle presents itself in any way, shape, or form, you must spend your time and your energy and your attention on your response. That's where you have to spend your time, not on all the other factors that are contributing to the problem. You can look at that information and assess the situation, but you cannot waste your time, energy, and attention on other people, their mistakes, the problems that they're creating, X, Y, and Z. You have to focus on what you're going to do about all of that, your response the solutions and to whatever solutions. it may be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the last piece is, again, yourself. This is not a selfish tactic. This is a very selfless tactic. A better you is better for the situation you're facing. And so you can't focus on others. You have to focus on yourself and what it is you're going to do to contribute to that solution. And so I, I just think that's a great recipe to remember that connects to this acronym of time, energy, and attention. The three greatest ways in which you can spend your budget wisely is on your effort, on your response to obstacles and adversity, and on yourself. And go ahead. No, you know, as you're speaking, as you're kind of going over these things and you tied it into those other three, those other three things, all that I can think about and the thing that just keeps hammering in my mind is ownership, is ownership, yeah. ownership, ownership, ownership. When we talk about budgeting these three, these three very important things, time, energy, and attention, you have to be in control and be the owner of those three things. No one else can control those three things for you. No one else, just you. That's something that only you have the ability to control and give attention to is your time, energy, and attention. And those are the three things that are in your control are those three things. So we're sitting here and you're talking about these things over and over again. And all that I keep hearing is ownership. You have to own it, right? And I'm trying to think of actionables on how can we, what are some actionables that we can put into place for time, energy, and attention? And it comes back to ownership. It comes back to owning your day, planning out your day, owning your week, making sure that you set a solid weekly planning. When, when, when problems do pop up, what is your system there, 
where is your catch-all for these problems so you don't get stuck on these on these problems that you have right you talk about that tyler talk talks about that often is to purge those things out of your mind those problems that do come in get a catch-all so as i'm trying to think of actionables here for this these are a couple that i want just to give for these three major thing these three major things again t time energy and attention a couple of actionables that i want to throw out there is weekly planning if you weekly plan and you stick to your weekly planning your time, energy, and attention is controlled by you and owned by you, and you get to decide where your time, energy, and attention goes. The other thing is daily planning, right? Using your daily journal, the growth guide that, that Dallas has created for us to use. It's incredible to, again, focus in on where you're spending your time, where you're spending your energy, and where your attention is going. So those are the two major actionables that I wanted to give out. As I was listening to you, Dal, these are the things that really stuck out to me is, I guess it's three actionables. Take ownership of yourself, your day, your time, your energy, and your attention. Make sure you're doing weekly planning every single week. This isn't just when you have busy things, just when it's going to be a busy week, but every single week, make sure you're planning weekly. And then your daily your daily growth guide, make sure you're using that daily. To What the growth guide does for me is it really gives me a ton of energy and really helps me place my attention. Not so much time. My time's really saved when I do my weekly planning and my time's already scheduled out, but what the growth guide does for me is it gives me a ton of, t- it gives me a ton of energy and attention to those important things. So those are just Absolutely. a couple of actionables that I wanted to throw out regarding those things that you were talking about. I think those are, I think those are amazing, man. And I, I really appreciate you bringing those to the forefront. It, it brought up um, a great, a great reminder and honestly a good learning piece here with all of this. Um, you know, back in my former life as a high school teacher, uh, I would have students show up, students whom I had a really good relationship with. I always, I always really enjoyed working with the kids that, that didn't want to be at school, right? Like, like all those guys and gals um, found a way that it was like, a, I was like a magnet for that kind of kid for whatever reason. And, uh, but it, it didn't matter whether they were talking to me and we had a good relationship or they were talking to a teacher that they didn't have a good relationship with. It was school sucks. I hate this place. Right. And most teachers would go down a route of, well, no, no, it's good, you know, and like feed them all this information that they just could have cared less to hear. And I would hear them. I would be like, well, sweet. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, you know, and I, I would validate, but then I'd follow up and I'd say, well, if it sucks, like, and I legit would open up a full on invite then you should like go do something else, you know, like just leave. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, good one. And I'm like, no, I need you to fully understand with me here. Like you, you're very capable. You have every single solitary reason to bitch and complain about school. And you have full autonomy and agency to seriously get up out of your, get your ass up out of that seat right now. And you can leave. There's the door. You literally can leave. I will not be mad at you. You have the power. This is your day. You think it's my day. You think you're here serving a purpose, meaning you've got to have a butt in a seat so that you can move on with life and get through this hell. Well, guess what? Newsflash, Billy. It's your day, dumbass. It's your day. You get to choose. You are thinking that you're trapped here and you're not. You can leave. You have full control over all these things. I need you to understand that if you're going to show up, I'm going to help you to the full capacity that I possibly can. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that you understand it's your day. 
but I'm not going to teach you all this shit. I'm not going to teach you all this stuff that you don't want to hear because you can't even quite fully grasp and understand that you get to choose all of this. You get to be here, meaning you get to choose to be here. You think you, the victimitis has already set in bro, right? That early on. And that's the way we're built. That's the way, that's the environment we have to navigate. So it's no wonder as adults, we struggle because we feel like we're, we have to do things. You don't have to be at that W2 job right now. You could get your ass up and you could walk out right now. You don't have to show up for your family every day. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You literally get to do whatever the hell you want. There's just consequences that come with our actions. And when you increase your consciousness about those facts and you start to really grasp time, energy, attention, where's it going? Where's my, where's that flowing to? What's it creating? Is it creating a living hell for me or is it creating an environment where I can thrive? Am I, do I need to shift some priorities? Right. And so as you were talking, that was something that really got magnified in in my mind, but it wasn't just that. Let me take it a step further as we wrap this thing up. It wasn't the student. It was the adult. It was the teacher. Hey, how's it going? Mr. Jackson. Oh, solid. Mr. Pruitt, just another day in paradise sipping on my soda limping down the hall because I'm so miserable and I hate my freaking life. Guess what? It's your life and you created it. Whether you're conscious about that or not, mother effer, you freaking created that life. And I apologize for yelling into the microphone. I was quite close there, but it's your life. Mr. Jackson, it's your life. If you don't want to be here, the door's right over there. Yes, there's consequences. You have a family to support. Why don't, why don't you flip it and take pride in the fact that you showed up to work and you're doing a great job providing them with means. And if you have other things that you'd like to do, well, quit being scared that you're not capable of doing those things. Start spending your mental currency a little more wisely. Use your time, your energy, and your attention to your greatest capacity. It is a huge asset you have, but somewhere along the lines, we've lost consciousness that those things are within our control. And so hopefully those two examples can help everybody make a change in their life to know that those three things are fully in your control. But again, if you have not prioritized your life correctly, it's going to be really difficult. You're going to continue to stay in that victim status. You're going to continue to feel like you're a prisoner in your own day and in your own life. But again, newsflash reminder, it is your day. It is your life. You have time, energy, and attention all on your side. Go make the most of them and let time just work its magic. Great things don't just happen overnight. Great change doesn't just happen overnight. But don't bitch and complain about the work required to get there. Just own the fact that it is your day, it is your life, and you can make those changes. And you have be your grateful own agency. that you have. Yep. Be grateful that you have that time, grateful. energy, and attention that you can give to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. and that you've chose to do that. Yeah, absolutely, Dallas. Thank you so much, man. I think those two examples really drove it home for me as I know they probably did for the listeners as well, is that we ultimately are in control. We have the ownership of our time, energy, and our, um, what was the third thing? The attention. Time, energy, and attention. And attention. We have the control of that. And if you're not happy with where your time, energy, and attention is going, only you get to decide that. And only you get to change that. So change it. 
changes, start making those changes to, to, to give yourself ultimately a better and a happier life and a, a better and a, and a more strategic way to grow, to become that best person that you want to be. So Dallas, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for your time, your efforts, your energy, and your attention for the podcast, man. It's so, it's so, it's, um, it's, so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you Absolutely. and the time that you put in the time you put into these. So thank you so much, my man. Is there anything else you wanted to say as we wrap up here on these? Yeah. We'll just loop it back topic. up with that last piece, which is when we give effort to the things we can control, our effort is very effective. And uh, so just remember that as you continue forward with today's episode. Awesome. Awesome. Dallas, thank you so much, man. For all of our listeners, thank you for listening. Please do not forget to give us a rating and a review if you haven't done so yet. And again, the only price that we ask you to pay is to share this episode that you think of somebody with somebody that you think could benefit. Dallas, thanks again for your time. Thanks again for everybody for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.